Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. My name is Justin Belanger. I am your host. Today's episode is brought to you by Eagle Energy. Guys, I absolutely love this product. Eagle Energy is a caffeine-based inhaler. Forget about coffee and your high caffeine intake. Eagle Energy is a safe alternative way to get your daily caffeine intake whenever and also wherever you like. It can fit in your pocket, your backpack, your shirt pocket, wherever you go. Eagle Energy is there to make sure you get your boost of the day whenever you want. I use it. My friends use it. My parents use it. All of the high button fans use it. Now you have to be using it. Eagle Energy is the way to get your caffeine intake. It only takes 30 to 45 seconds to kick in other than these sugary caffeine products that could take up to 30 to 45 minutes to kick in. That is a thing of the past. Head over to eagle.energy, check out their website and order your Eagle Energy today. This episode is also brought to you by Herbal Active. Guys, I've been playing hockey and lacrosse my entire life. I've taken hits to the body, to the head, everywhere you can imagine. And unfortunately, at the humble age of 27, I'm starting to feel the effects of those hits now more than ever. That's why over at Herbal Active, they are giving us 20% off CBD products. Use the promo code HB20 to get 20% off your order to use CBD-infused oil creams. They also have dog treats for your pets. It is an amazing product. I swear by it. CBD oil is the way to go for me. I put a little couple of drops on my tongue before I go to bed or after a heavy workout. I feel amazing. I feel refreshed. It gets rid of anxiety. I feel like a person that can take on the world. Remember, Herbal Active, 20% off. Use the promo code HB20 and get feeling back to your 100% self. I'm not even going to lie. I'm getting so much better at those ad reads when I first used to do them it probably took me 20 to 25 times to try to get them down but now maybe one two times I'm good to go anyways welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the high button podcast like I said before I am your host Justin Belanger Uh, thank you very much for tuning in we just had an amazing trip down in Boston I've never been to that city and to be quite honest with you, I fell in love. Everything about the, the the people, the food, the culture, the Dunkin' Donuts, the the language, the not the language. What am I trying to say? The um, you know how Newfoundlanders talk. The uh, what am I trying to say here? The accent, the accent. It's just it's incredible. An amazing city. I will definitely be back. I want to give a shout out to Red Bull Crash Dice for giving us media credentials to get into the actual event at Fenway. We were very humbled by that. We do appreciate that and we do not take that for granted. So that's a big shout out to Red Bull uh, for getting us into that event. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, A lot has been happening. A lot's been going on here at the high button. I know I say that every single time we come on, but we're we're growing day by day and I couldn't be happier. Life's good. So everyone that's supporting us, I wish you nothing but the best and I hope that you are doing well in your lives. I hope that you are growing day by day as a person, um, also as a business or whatever you do, whatever you strive for. I I hope and, and pray that you guys are doing well. So uh, thank you from, from our team over here at the high button, myself, dudes, Riley, uh, all the boys, we appreciate it. And yeah, like I said, we hope you guys are doing well. So today on the high button podcast, we have Scott Croxel. Scott, I don't even know what to say about this guy, complete beauty. So here's a quick story before we even get him on the podcast. 
Uh, me and Doodley were down at Fenway, kind of in over our heads there. We didn't really know what was going on. We're looking to kind of see some people that we know. And I looked to my right, and there's Scotty just right there. And uh, we just we just met, you know, shook his hand, complete gentleman, you know, just a great guy overall. Uh, as soon as we started talking, he made me feel like we've been buddies for 10 years, uh, professional through and through. Um, and even like with the podcast, he was just like, yeah, absolutely. Whatever you guys need, like my hotel's right across the street. If you guys want to go do it right now or not, we can do it later. He was so accommodating to us. Um, you know, and this guy essentially is the star of the show. He comes first place in almost every single race that they do. They travel the world and you can tell when he was there, everyone was looking at him. All eyes were on him. Um, and honestly, his eyes were on us when we were talking. We probably had a good 10, 15 minute chat while he was doing uh, his practice runs, I guess you could say. Um, so just such a great guy. He, I, you know, I thanked him for taking the time out of his day to come talk to us now. He's in Toronto right now. We couldn't find the time to get the podcast done while we were up in Boston. But he said, first thing when we get home, we're going to get it done. So this will be the podcast. Once again, thank you to everyone for the support the past couple of days. Scotty, Red Bull um eagle energy for getting us there herbal active all the sponsors life's good guys and girls hi button here's the interview we do with scotty all right scotty we're going here thanks for joining the show man i appreciate it yeah thanks for having me it was awesome meeting you in boston uh the other day i was telling uh the people here in the intro that uh I felt like I've known you for 10 years. You're easy to talk to, and there was tons of people trying to, to get your attention, and it was just uh, it was good to, to run into you and get to know you a bit there. Yeah, I think uh, you know most of us Canadians, we get along right away, and uh, it's always nice to have familiar faces, and it was great meeting you guys as well. That's like I didn't I knew like Red Bull Crash Dice was around the world and people competed in it around the world. But as soon as you get there for real life and you get to see all the countries that are competing in it, it it's absolutely incredible for the first time. Yeah, I think it's uh, almost overwhelming, especially for my friends and family who come to it for the first time. Uh, as you said, it's it's pretty crazy. There's about 26 countries involved and. Uh, yeah, it's really cool to meet everyone from around the world and get to compete against them. So, um, yeah, it's one of the big, big factors that bring us back every year to keep competing. So I just mentioned like my first time there. Let's talk about your first time Red Bull Crash Dice. Like, not, let's not even talk about the first time you competed. Like, let's talk about the first time you ever tried out just to get into it. Do you remember that day and what you were feeling? Uh, well, I've kind of got a unique experience with that. My older brother Kyle, he uh, he tried out in in Quebec or in Ottawa, sorry, when he was going to school there for firefighting. Um, so he qualified, and my family and I went down to Quebec to watch. Okay. Um, and I was too young at the time; I couldn't qualify. So I'm sitting there at the finish line, seeing him cross, and like, holy shit, this is exactly what I want to do. Um, so the following year, I turned 18 and I qualified in Toronto. Um, I was top 10 out of, I think, five or 600 skaters. Unreal. And that, and that advanced me to Quebec City to actually get to skate the downhill track. So that was my, uh, my situation. What was your thought process first time going down a ramp that's just so steep? I didn't even get to look at it, but like from a, from a top view, I was only on the ground, but it just looks so scary. So what was your emotion first time looking down at that drop? Yeah, I think just walking up, you got to walk up to the stairs and uh, you eventually make your way to the top and 
you know, you're looking down at the truck thinking, what the hell have I got myself into? Like, it <laughs> looks so awesome, but you get up there and you're kind of shitting your pants, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but then we dropped in and, um, you know, I, I was pretty comfortable. I was almost like a natural at it, I would say. Um, and uh, ever since that first drop in, I've just got the adrenaline rush and I just want to keep going and going. And um, it, it doesn't scare me anymore, but that first time was definitely interesting. Have you ever been injured or anything like that? Yeah, I've had a lot of injuries. Um, this past summer, I just had a knee surgery. I had my bursa sac removed in my right knee. Um, luckily, it was only about eight weeks recovery, nothing too serious. I uh, just have a big four-inch scar across my knee, and um, I made pretty much 100% recovery, which allowed me to race this year. So, um, knock on wood, I've been pretty lucky. Um, I've always wondered, like I've never done it before, but there's strategy in each sport and this sport I'm not that familiar with, um, but I'm just picturing kind of like a marathon. Is it sprint the whole way or is there a little bit of strategy like, okay, I'm going to hold up around this corner and then give it last, last second, like a big jump here. Or like I said at the beginning, is it just balls to the wall? Go, go, go. There's a ton of strategy in this sport. Um, you know, it's a long weekend, so we get to... We get a couple practice runs to feel out the course, and then you have your two time trial runs. That You're going 110% in your time trial runs because you want to get um, a good qualifying time, which sets you up in the heats um, as, yeah. as good as possible for yourself. So um, once you have your qualifying time, you know, you get into your heats and... Um, I go, I go 100% off every start. You know, I want to get the whole shot, and I don't want to be bunched up with anyone. But yeah. then, um, you know, I definitely slow up the last half of the course if I've got a good lead. Or um, sometimes I even let the group catch me at the finish line. Just, you know, I've, I've done it for so many years. I know that they can't pass me once I'm there. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a ton of strategy, and everyone's different. Some guys will go 100%, but then they won't have enough gas left in the final. So um, everyone's different, and I've kind of got my strategy that seems to work. And, um, yeah. Unreal. So I know the sport has taken you, like, all around the world. Boston was my first opportunity to see the event uh, live. But from your perspective, where was your favorite city to travel to uh, with Red Bull Crashed Ice? Yeah, I've been doing the sport for 10 years, so we've we've been everywhere. It's been, you know, amazing. Boston was crazy, man. Like, the best atmosphere I think we've ever had. Being really? the Sick. iconic Fenway Park. It doesn't really get any bigger than that for us. Um, but, you know, we've been to Sweden. We've been to Finland. We've been Switzerland, Netherlands, pretty much most countries. I was in Russia this year. Um, it's, it's crazy the places that this sport's taken us and it's pretty cool to get to travel with my brother and, um, yeah, it's pretty special. Have you been to Boston before, uh, this past weekend? That was my first time being in Boston. I love that city. It's, that's a sports, that's a sports city. Man, how sick was it? Okay, I'll tell you a story. So we, there was a bar right across from your hotel. It was called, uh, the baseball bar, I think. And yeah, yeah, baseball tavern or something like that. yeah. Anyway, so they had $3 beers like all weekend. So that was just our home base. Like anytime me and the guys were like, all right, well, let's just hang out here for a bit until the next race. So you know how we had those red vests on, right? 
So the, ba- the bouncers and owners were there all, all weekend. And by the time the weekend was over, we were just known as like the Canadian guy. So we walked in there, didn't even have to go by security, just knew us. They treated us like gold. And it was just like that everywhere. As soon as they said you were with the Red Bull Crash Dice, people just loved you. It was such a sick city. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and they love Canadians, which is even better. Oh, my God. They were loving Canadians. Absolutely. They were, we were talking to a bouncer outside the bar, and he was just like, all the BU boys, most of them are Canadian. They're like, oh, they're great kids. And I don't know. They said nothing but good things to say about us up here in Canada. Um, That's the way it should be. Absolutely. So I want to talk to you about your brand, Team LTD. Uh, I got a couple questions to ask you about it, but let, I'll just ask with the easy question. How did it start? How did it come about? And uh, yeah, I guess we'll just start with that. Yeah, so Team LTD stands for Team Living the Dream. Uh, we're a clothing brand based out of Toronto. Um, basically, the way it started was um, seven years ago, I was racing in the Red Bull Crash Dice Series, living in the Netherlands, actually. I spent six months living there, training and competing. They hosted races there. Um, and a good friend of mine from home, he's got a big business background and was playing professional hockey in the elite league over there so um we were spending lots of time together um you know partying during uh the off time when he wasn't playing games and when i wasn't racing and um you know on our down days we would come up with different concepts and ideas and we kind of both had the vision to start a clothing brand and um we're both you know quote unquote living our dream you know being in europe ripping it up with all our friends and having a good time so um we launched this clothing brand and had our launch party over there in the netherlands and then um, once we came back to canada we had another launch party here and um it's just been increasing ever since so it's been going really well that's unreal man i love hearing stuff like that but on the other end other excuse me on the other end like so many people try to start a clothing brand t-shirt brand just a lifestyle brand it seems like it's it's more popular now than ever. Some people fail, some people succeed at it. What do you think was the, you know, the secret, I guess, to the success at Team LTD? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I think, um, I think the thing that differentiates us from other lifestyle brands is we're not one we're not one market. We're not just marketing towards hockey players or we're not just um, a wakeboard brand. You know, we, we branch off into whatever it is you're doing to live the dream, whether it's a weekend warrior just having fun with friends or, you know, if you are a professional athlete or if you're a business owner, you know, kind of anyone can wear our gear and um, represent themselves and, you know, it's a positive thing. Thing. it's we're we're creating a positive vibe and um you know when people see each other on the street wearing team ltd you know it's a high five or you know um it's it's just a it's it's a lifestyle brand that really allows you to uh be who you are so um i think that's what's uh been successful for us that's sick i saw that tom wilson posted a, a picture of team ltd gear that you guys sent to him how was that relationship formed between you two um, yeah, that's a personal relationship between me and him. Uh, we just have mutual friends through, uh, through our Muskoka network. You know, Muskoka is our, our cottage country here in Ontario. And, um, yeah, I've heard a little a bit few, about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a wicked spot. And, uh, we've had a bunch of weekends together, just ripping it up during his off season. And, um, he's a super good guy. I mean, um, obviously there's a lot of hate f- 
towards him um, for obvious reasons, but um, off the ice, he's he's one of the best guys I've ever met, and uh, just super cool to have him as a friend, and um, it's wicked that he won the Stanley Cup last year. Did you go to his Stanley Cup party by any, by any chance? I unfortunately was out of town. We no. were we had a team out to the event, um, so I missed it, but it looked like a wicked time. So do all the boys have cottages out on Muskoka there, like a lot of NHL guys? Yeah, yeah, a ton of them have cottages up there, or or just their friends have a place there, and then they go and visit their buddies. Um, so it's it's kind of a small world up there, and there's only one main bar, the Kitabala, and that holds about 1,300 people. So everyone ends up there on Friday and Saturday nights, and you kind of just get to meet everyone and have a good time. So it's, it's a pretty cool place. That's pretty cool. So outside of all this, outside of Team LTD, outside of Red Bull Crash Dice, you know what do you like to do? Like, are you do you like to fish? Do you like to ski at all? I know your life is busy, but on your downtime, what do you do? It's like Netflix. Give me, you got to give me something. <laughs> I'm a big water sports guy. Okay. I, I enjoy the wake surfing and uh, some of the more extreme stuff like barefoot skiing. Um, I've been doing that a lot with my brother and my family and uh, did it semi-professionally around the world. So um, that's that's one of the big ones for me. And, uh, yeah, it's a ton of fun. Unreal. Also, why did you cut your hair, too? We noticed you had sick flow and then you cut it off. We had to ask you that. What was the reason behind that? I don't know if there was a reason. I think it was just time for a change, but uh, <laughs> I might have to bring that back. It was a good look. We were going through your social media. We're like, why do you have sick flow? And then he cut it off, so we, we had to chuck that in there. But it's it's <laughs> under, it's it's understandable. No worries. Um, Maybe so, for 2020 season, I'll bring it back just for the crash dice. Yeah, bring it. we'll bring it back for the high button. We, we want it back. Yeah. Um, so where's the next event? It's in Minnesota? Yeah, we've got a Ryder Cup this weekend. I fly out tomorrow. Um, oh that's a 500-point event, and then we've got one more in Quebec uh, to end the season. Wow. You're so busy. Like, you're just on the go. What did you just say you were doing? You're like, I had to work a shipping, a shipment, shipment, what? Yeah, I'm just at our office here in Toronto. Um, one of our, our shipping girls called in sick, so I just stepped into the plate and did some shipping for the online orders. Do you ever have to do work when you're on the road? Like, you obviously own the company, so there must be, like, things that you have to handle while you're away. Yeah, of course. I mean, there's a laptop shift every day, but um, I'm lucky enough to have a wicked partner and partners and guys at the office who take care of everything. But, uh, of course, yeah, I'm always online, and um, that's just the way it goes. Are most of the people that you work with your friends? Yeah, definitely. Um, They're all our friends, and not all of them were friends to start with but obviously now working together every day and helping build this brand uh we come very close and um you know we all hang out together on the weekends and definitely enjoy our off time that's pretty cool um i also wanted to talk to you a little bit about your brother most uh sibling relationships i'm assuming aren't as tight as you and your brother you guys get to do what you love you get to travel the world and do it together um do you ever take a step back and realize how lucky you are that you get to to do that with uh, your brother yeah, for sure. Um, you know, he's kind of paved the way in my whole life, and um, he won the world championship in 2013, and, uh, you know, I've looked up to him ever since, and now uh, I'm lucky enough to have two, one on him, so <laughs> he's 
doing pretty good in the points this year. So uh, I'm hope I'm rooting for him. I hope he gets his second world championship title, and uh, we can tie it up, and then maybe we can retire once one of us gets a third, or you know who who knows. But retire? Yeah, no, don't Sorry. retire. Keep it going. Yeah, yeah, might as well. <laughs> What's the age, what is what well. is the average age there for the crash dice? The average age is around thirty. I was gonna say okay. Yeah, about thirty-ish, but most of us have been doing it for you know five to ten years. So um, everyone's kind of at the end of their careers, and you know we're still holding up the rankings and top of the rankings. So um, we'll keep doing it. We'll keep representing Canada and keep us at the top. Yeah, absolutely. There's another guy. Uh, he's from New Brunswick, Sam Nadeau. He's from New Brunswick, and we were talking to him there. And it was his first time at a big event. He said he was having a great time with it. He did a wicked job. I know exactly who you're talking about. He's a great kid. And uh, what a uniform on him, eh? The yellow, eh? He stood out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's representing you guys well on the East Coast for sure. He was. As soon as we saw You know how we saw him? We were, Did you actually get to go tour Fenway, like up where the media booth was? Yeah, I kind of, uh, I got my hands on a media pass, so I treated myself on the Friday night during the freestyle competition. I wanted to go check out everything, so um, I got up there in the ice club lounge and, you know, treated myself to some nice uh, nice food and drinks and enjoyed myself. Well, that's where we were. We were all the way up there, and we saw his yellow jersey. We were like, no, that's not Sam down there. And then he just turned around, and then we saw the actual flag of New Brunswick, and then we just scurried on down there. But, okay, so when we were up in the media booth up there, there were companies like ESPN, CBC, CNN, just like the big corporations. And then it was just us, little old high button. It was just the, it was one of the most craziest experiences for us getting into that thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, good job on you guys for getting in there. Um, I was able to get a few of my friends and, you know, uh, Team LTD influencers in there as well. So you probably uh, came across those guys too. Well, you guys had the big truck going around Fenway. As soon as we were walking by your hotel and then we saw your guys' truck uh, pull up front and then we just saw a bunch of Team LTD guys. Uh, I think actually one of them came into the bar. He was there with his parents. We might have talked to him. I forget. It was a bit of a blur. Yeah, yeah. The whole weekend was kind of a blur. It was, it was super exciting. Are you, um, when you got, are you guys? Is it snowing up in Toronto right now? It's a big snow day. Yeah, it was a snow day yesterday. Uh, we got about I don't know, ten inches of snow, roughly. So uh, the roads are a mess, but um, you know, we're still, we we still went to work. Are you guys going to be able to fly out tomorrow? Yeah, it's kind of slowed down now, so we sh- we should be fine. No no canceled flights today either, so we'll we'll be safe. There you go. So how long are you going to be in Minnesota for? Is it for the whole week? Oh, we've got a quick trip. Just flying in Thursday, um, heading to the event. We do our time trials Friday, and the race is Saturday. Back home Sunday, so in and out. Right on, man. Well, listen, Scotty, I got all my questions in. I appreciate you uh, you coming on the podcast here. Yeah, thanks a ton for having me. Uh, give me a shout anytime. I'd love to come back on the show. We're probably going to be at one of these Red Bull events soon coming up, if not this year, next year. I don't know when, but if I'm ever in Toronto too, I'll give you a shout. Yeah, please do. I'd love to show you around here. Love it. All right, thanks again, Scotty. No worries. Talk soon. Talk soon. Once again, thank you to Scotty for coming on the podcast. That was wicked. The fact that he took time out of his day to come talk to us. 
Great time. Make sure to go check out his brand, actually, Team LTD, Team Living the Dream. They are a Canadian company based out of Toronto. And you know, Red Bull Crash Dice, they travel around the world, and Scotty represents Canada very, very well. So, you know, make sure to go check out his brand. Uh, classy guy, true Canadian, professional through and through. Um, and I you know that's all I can really say about the guy. Fantastic guy. So everyone listening, make sure to do me a favor, head on over to all of our social media outlets, like subscribe, comment. If you could actually go to our iTunes page, give us a five star rating and a comment, go to our Instagram page, give us a like, a follow YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube. I don't know. There's so many of them now. Anyways, you guys know what to do. All right. Thank you very much for the support. We are out. That music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance That I could make those people dance And maybe they'd be happy for a while But February made me shiver With every paper I'd deliver Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried When I read about his widowed bride But something touched me deep inside The day the music died So bye-bye Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry And them good old boys Were drinking whiskey and rye Singing this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I die Did you write the book of love And do you have day that I die. Now for ten years we've been on our own and moss grows fat on a rolling stone, but that's not how it used to be. When the jester sang for the king and queen in a coat he borrowed from James Dean and a voice that came from you and me. King was looking down, the jester stole his 
thorny crown The courtroom was adjourned Dreamed, but not a word was spoken. 
The church bells all were broken And the three men I admire most The Father, Son and the Holy Ghost They caught the last train for the coast The day the music died And they were singing Bye-bye, Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry And them good old boys Were drinking whiskey and rye Singing, this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I die They were singing Bye-bye, Miss American 